Hello everybody, apologies, I'm a couple of minutes late because Facebook did not seem to want to let me go live today. Kept telling me it couldn't connect to my webcam, but anyway, here we are on my mobile. So you've got a, a portrait version of me rather than a landscape. Hope that's okay for you. Today's live is all about behind the scenes of a 25K launch. What could it look like for you if you are going into September planning a launch, maybe you're planning your biggest launch ever and you want to just get some tips, some strategies, some of the things that have worked well for me and for my clients. So I'm going to break down for you a few of the things that I have tried and tested, a few of the things that I now know are the game changers, the differentiators in a low ticket launch versus a high cash launch. And I'm going to share these things with you here today. So if you're here with me, then please say hi in the comments. I'm not quite sure where my <laughs> where the comments are going to come up on my phone, given that I wasn't expecting to have to be on my phone. Normally I have my screen set up so I can see you all chatting away. If you've not met me before, if you're here in the group and you're thinking, who is this woman who hosts the group? Let me just introduce myself. So my name is Rachel Howarth. I'm a sales and business coach. I am based here in the UK. You might be able to tell that from my accent. And I know that we've got people in the group from all over the world. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. So if you are here live or you're watching on replay, let me know where in the world you are because it is always good to know. Here we go. We've got Deborah coming in from Vancouver. 6am. Good morning, Deborah. How are you today? Hope you are well. Hope you had a good sleep. <laughs> we are at seven minutes past two in the UK. So yeah, heading into the afternoon. But yeah, let me just introduce myself. So I'm Rachel Howarth. I'm a sales and business coach and I work online with female coaches and online service providers, helping them to start to grow and to scale their online business. Some of the things that I help my clients with specifically are launch strategy, sales strategy, messaging, copywriting, how to attract and nurture and convert clients online, obviously how to navigate this crazy world of social media that we find ourselves in. I've got accounts on TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram is my favourite so I very much get out there, roll my sleeves up and I try out things from a sales and a marketing perspective online so that I can master it and then teach it to you. So if you're here in the group, welcome. If this is the first time that we've met, I'm very, very glad that you're here. 
I want you to feel very comfortable to ask me questions anytime, you know, like my DMs are always open. And when I go live for you, it's usually with a training. It's usually some kind of masterclass or mini masterclass, depending on how many minutes in the day we think we've all got to cover a topic. But I'm very, very open to questions anytime. Okay, so without further ado, let me get into today's topic behind the scenes of a 25 thousand dollar launch so firstly let me reassure you i am not reciting this from a story i heard somewhere this is my launch i've done this and these are the things that really did help me so the first first thing i want to share with you is when i'm going into any launch there are six steps to my planning process so let me first tell you what those steps are they're really easy to remember they all start with a p so the first p is planning the second P is pre-launch. So what I mean by that is the kind of the warm-up, you know, the market research, the really getting to know your audience, taking your audience on the journey with you, yeah? So we start with some planning, then we go into pre-launch, then we go into promotion. So whether you're hosting a challenge or a masterclass or a workshop, whatever your launch is, we go from planning into pre-launch where we warm up the audience. Hello, hello, Catherine. Good to have you here. We go into pre-launch. Then we go into promotion. So promotion of the launch event. Then we go into presentation where you present to your audience. So that is all about the building of trust. I'm going to break these down for you in a bit more detail in a minute. So we go into promotion. Then we go into presentation. So that could be you presenting a one hour masterclass. It could be you presenting a five day challenge, whatever it is that you want to do as your launch event. Yeah, you go into the presentation week. Now, on average, these are like six weeks. So a week for each P, a week of planning, a week of pre-launch, a week of promotion, a week for your presentation. And then we go into the week where it all happens the profit week, that's where you're following up, you might be doing sales calls, you might be sending out an email sequence, you go into the profit week, which is where the money hits your bank account. And then the final week, the sixth week is the post launch. So that is where we always and I force myself to do this with every launch to really sit down and break down the numbers. Because it's too easy, isn't it to be like, Oh, just go on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And actually, if you don't know what's being successful for you and what's not, you don't know what's working, and you don't sit down and really assess it, how do you know what to do next time and what not to do? So I always force myself to do a really good post-launch debrief so that I understand what worked and what didn't work, okay? So I thought I'd just start by giving you those six Ps. Now, behind the scenes of this 25K launch, let me share with you some of the things that were the reason why the launch was as good as what it was. Now, the first thing I want to make you aware of is pre-sale. So when you go into any launch period, you can pre-sale the spots in the program that you're selling, whether they're one-to-one, -one, whether they're group coaching spots, whatever it is that you're selling, you can pre-sell. Now, there's a few ways that you can do that. You can open a wait list. Actually, I've got a wait list open at the moment for my three week discovery call sprint. So you, if you've been in the group a while, you will know that I run a sales sprint. It's just three weeks. It's only $247 to join. 
And one of the ladies, Rebecca, who joined me for the last three week sales sprint, made £20,000. £20,000. $247 is the equivalent of 200 English pounds. So she turned a £200 investment into a £20,000 return, which is just incredible. That's a 100 times return on investment. So one of the things that you could do in your launches, you could open up a wait list and you could start to get your audience like really aligned with the thing that you are launching, the thing that you're planning to sell by getting them interested in a waitlist. So one of the things that I'm doing with my waitlist is I'm offering VIP savings. So anybody that joins my three week sales sprint waitlist gets to have a better price. Yeah, not just do they get first shout at the spots because there's, there's a, only a limited number of spots. The sales sprint that I run is quite an intimate group. It's not like a big, crazy, you know, massive group. It's quite a small, intimate three week sprint that I run with them. They get daily access to me in Voxer. You know, it's very, very hands on. I'm very hands on with the people on the sprint, which is why they were able to make 20 grand out of my tips and my strategies. So when you open a wait list, what you could be thinking about is, is there an early bird price that you could give to your audience to get them to pre-sell or you know pre-buy their spot inside your program or your one-to-one -one coaching, okay? So think about wait list. That's the first, that's the first reason why my 25K launch started off so well because I sold two one-to-one -one coaching spots before the launch even began. Now the launch itself was for a group coaching program the two ladies that bought one-to-one -one said, Rachel, I already know I wanna work with you. Whatever it is you're gonna sell us in your three-day challenge, I already know I'm gonna buy it, so just tell me what is it? And when I said it's a group coaching program, they were like, oh, oh, I actually only wanted one-to-one. -one. So pre-sale, waitlist, early bird offers, have a think about what is the journey that you could take your audience on? If they're already warm, you know, they're already hot. These two ladies were both like hot. They were ready to go. They already had had calls with me in the past. They'd already, you know, decided. They, were, they wanted to work with me and now was the time that they were ready. So how could that look for you? Could you pre-sell, okay? That's the first sort of big tip for you. If you guys have got any questions, by the way, just drop them in the comments. I can see comments coming up on my screen. So if you do have any questions at all, just let me know. So my second big tip for you, behind the scenes of a 25K launch, what was it that made it so good? It was the time that I spent on personal connection. Now, I know when you see coaches online going, oh, I've just done a 50 grand launch and it all looks really impressive. It looks like they've just delivered a kick ass presentation in a challenge or a workshop and suddenly made loads of money. That's what it looks like from the outside looking in. It looks like the income only was made possible by a really good presentation. Now, I want to challenge your thinking on that. If that is what you see, I want to tell you straight up, honest, transparent, that isn't the case. That isn't the case. The coaches that you see really smashing their launches and delivering the big 
cash injections into their business that really make your eyes and ears like prick up, yeah? Those numbers, those launches that you see are not about some fancy presentation. It's not about that. What makes it really, really successful is the personal connection. So you have an opportunity to personally outreach, personally connect, personally message people that have signed up. So what that looks like for me, my last 25K launch, I made sure that when everybody signed up, I asked them for their name, their email and their Instagram handle. Now, it's optional. They didn't have to give me their Instagram handle, but Instagram is my number one place where I manage my DMs more than anywhere else. So I asked them for their Instagram handle. And for the people that gave me their Instagram handle, I made sure that I went and I followed them. So they got a new follower out of me, which is always a good day on Instagram, isn't it? They got a new follower and they got me welcoming them into my community, welcoming them into my launch you know, I was running, it was a three-day sales boot camp. So I left them a voice note that said something along the lines of, you know, like, who have we got here? Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Like, welcome to my community. I see that you've signed up for the three-day boot camp. Super excited to deliver that to you. I'm preparing my slides. If there's anything at all that you would like to specifically know to improve your sales results, tell me now because I'll make sure that I factor it in to the training. And so many people replied. So many people reached back out to me and said, Rachel, what a lovely message. Thank you for like welcoming me. I, you know, I really feel seen and heard and noticed rather than just being somebody in an email list. I really feel like you want to help me. You know, I really feel like you care whether or not me showing up for that three day boot camp is going to be useful for me. And they started telling me what it was they really needed help with. Now, of course, I'm a helpful person, yeah? So if they said, well, I'm really struggling with this, if I had a free resource I could help them with, I would just give it to them. I would just give it to them and say, look, let's not wait for the boot camp. Try this, have a go at this. You know, like here's a DM script that's been working really well for us. Or, you know, here's what we do on our Instagram stories that generates leads. You know, like if they needed help, why make them wait for the boot camp? So I helped and it was from those personal connections that I made that two ladies were like don't need to wait for the boot camp I already know I want to work with you tell me about your one-to-one -one. and they both bought okay so pre-sale came from the personal outreach so if you're planning a launch for September make a note on your notepad right now personal outreach make it personal help your audience to feel really understood by you and feel really seen because if they feel really seen and they feel really important to you then already you're starting to build trust and you already know if you've seen me do any training here before on the subject of content and social media you'll know the three stages I talk about attraction nurture conversion you can't create a successful business through attraction alone yeah, sure, we can go and create a load of reels and get lots of new followers, but that doesn't mean anything because attraction alone is not going to help you. You need to nurture the people you've attracted and then convert the people that you've nurtured. It's a journey. It's a process. So when you're doing a launch, you attract people to your launch event, you need to nurture them and then you convert them. What often happens is people think, I'll just attract them to sign up for my masterclass or my challenge 
and then I'll invite them to work with me. But they forget the nurture. They forget the nurture. And you have an opportunity now, because I'm sharing it with you, to not forget the nurture and to make sure that you're putting steps in place to do this personal outreach, okay? So one of the things that is the differentiator between a low ticket launch and a big cash injection launch is the way that you personally outreach. So it's the, it's the style, the tone, the way that you do it. Obviously, if you do it like a sleaze bag, it's not going to come across in the way that you want it to come across. Yeah, so you just got to do it like a human. Don't be trying to be all fancy and salesy because that doesn't work. Just be you. Just be you. Yeah, like they already know you. They've signed up for your thing. Yeah, they already like you. So don't be getting all in your own head about I need to try and say it the way that Rachel would say it or I need to try and say it the way that Amy Porterfield would say it. You just need to say it the way that you say it. Because what is the point of signing up a client based on you pretending to be someone else? They need to know who you are, the way that you speak, the way that you communicate. So just be comfortable with that. Be really comfortable with who you are. They want to work with you. Yeah. So when you reach out to them, be you. Nothing fancy needed. Yeah. Just be you. Any questions, drop them below, ladies. I know you're probably sat there with questions and you don't know whether to ask them or not. I love answering your questions. It's fun for me to, to not know what questions you want to ask. You know, like it's fun for me to see a random question and then me have to think, oh yeah, how am I going to answer that? So if you do have questions, just let me know. So what else have I got for you? The behind the scenes of a 25k launch well of course your presentation has got to be good yeah you've got to get that fine balance between giving enough value that people think it's worth it and not over teaching to the point where you're taking up too much of their time they find it exhausting and overwhelming you know because if you over teach that can feel really overwhelming because they don't know how to implement they end up coming away from your launch event with pages of notes but they don't know how to implement because if they if they haven't you know agreed to work with you yet they haven't got you there to help them so they feel overwhelmed so you've got to get that that fine balance so how do you nurture some examples oh so examples of how i nurture so something that's really good deborah for nurturing is social proof so if you're in a launch period yeah let's say you're inviting somebody to a masterclass what I would start to do is make sure that I am putting out on my social media, on my stories, I'm putting out videos, I'm putting out testimonials of people explaining what it's like to work with me. People explaining what results they got from working with me. Because I know that next week in my launch, I'm going to be inviting people to invest in my group coaching program or my one-to-one -one coaching program or come and join me on my three-week sales sprint, yeah? And they're much more likely to do that when they feel like working with me is not a risk. And so it's the same for you, Deborah. Like, how can you reassure your audience that working with you is not a risk? You can share testimonials. So testimonials, client case studies, that is a great way to nurture Another great way to nurture is to be really transparent, you know, be you, share more about who you are, Deborah. So like 
if your ideal client for your launch is struggling with problem X and you've already like accelerated past that because you've solved problem X and you're now, at, you know, a much further on stage. Talk about when you had problem X and explain how that felt for you and be really transparent about it. If you've got any stories, any sort of personal wins or successes where you were able to navigate past that, I would share that. Yeah, I would share that with them. So personal stories is a great way to nurture. Um, you could go live, you know, with a client of yours, another great way to nurture because it gives people that, that confidence. But nurturing is all about building relationship and building connection. So if you think about it, we're here in the online world and we've got this like screen in between us, right? Right now, Deborah, I'm talking to you and you can see me, but I can't see you, yeah? So we've got this screen, we've got this barrier. So trust is harder to create than if I was stood next to you in a networking room and we were having a cup of coffee together. Yeah, if we were having a cup of coffee together in a proper conversation, I could win your trust much more quickly. You would win my trust much more quickly because as humans, you know, we're, we're together. We're able to feel that sense of community and support for each other, yeah? But online, we've got this screen which like gets in the way. Now that doesn't mean you can't build trust. You absolutely can, but you need to show who you are. So for example, I am nurturing you right now. <laughs> this is what we're doing. I've got my face on screen. I'm teaching. I'm sharing my knowledge. I'm sharing expertise and experience. You know, I go live. I share my mistakes. I share client stories. That is nurturing, yeah? So me getting my face on camera is nurturing my audience. So when you get your face on camera, Deborah, you're nurturing your audience, okay? So you're giving them that opportunity to love Deborah, yeah, and why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? What we've got to remember is captions don't sell things, Canva graphics don't sell things, people sell things, yeah? People are not gonna just decide to buy from a fancy Canva template that we all might create, you know? And I use them too, we gotta to love Canva, but people don't buy Canva, they buy you, and therefore you got to show you. And I know that that makes people a bit worried about, you know, getting their face on the camera. It is scary. It's very scary. I didn't do, right, little insight tip for you. I didn't do my first live video until May 2020. I was shit scared before then. I was petrified, absolutely petrified. And what do we do when we're petrified? We don't do the thing. I just did not do it. I refused. I hid behind graphics. And I told myself, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm doing graphics because I'm building a brand, you know? Like, no, I am the brand. You are the brand. Let's not hide behind graphics and captions. You are the brand. The more video you do, the more you'll sell. It's that simple. In my world right now, anybody that's not doing video is stifling their sales opportunity, yeah? So get that gorgeous face on camera, Deborah. <laughs> I want to see you going live. I want to see you popping up on my feed all the time going live because then you're building relationship and connection, okay? So I hope those examples helped. Hello to Erica. Welcome, Erica. Lovely to see you live. Oh, thanks, Erica. Could you pop me a message today? 
having difficulty with certain things. So that's not giving me anything to go on, Erica. <laughs> what is it you want to know? And that will give me some insight into how I can support you. But yeah, drop me a DM, Erica, and I will reply if obviously if there's something I can help you with straight away. I absolutely will. No problem at all. So where did I get to? So we've talked about the six P's. I've talked to you about no connection. Yeah, that personal outreach. We've talked about we've talked about what like the pre-launch might look like. Yeah, that you need to take your audience with you. The other thing, and this is this is a little saying that I've got. The other thing I want to share with you is one of the things I always share with my clients, and I support all my clients through their launches, is the revenue is in the replay, the fortune is in the follow-up. Right? Let me say that again. This is if you've got a pen in your hand, write this down. The revenue is in the replay, the fortune is in the follow-up. This goes for any kind of launch that you are doing. So let me break it down. The revenue is in the replay. Now, when you have people sign up to come and attend your free launch, let's call it a masterclass, yeah? When you have people sign up to attend your free masterclass, you will on average get 25 to 30% of people show up live, okay? 25 to 30% of people will show up live. And that doesn't mean that the others don't like you or, you know, they think you're rubbish. And I know that's what we tell ourselves sometimes. So don't fall into that trap. What happens is people sign up for things. They're busy. Life moves very quickly for all of us. Time is precious. And so 25 to 30% of people is the industry norm at the moment. Doesn't mean you're a bad presenter. It just means that's what the industry is performing at at the moment. And it doesn't matter if you're like what I call a celebrity coach or your little old me or little old you, just normal coaches. If you put on a launch event, on average, 25 to 30% of people will show up live. Now, let's just say you are doing a masterclass and you get 100 people signed up. Now, what that must mean is that only 25 to 30 of those people are going to show up live. Now, the biggest mistake that I see people make is that when those 25 people show up live, they forget the other 75. They think, well, now my launch audience isn't 100, it's 25, I'll just work hard on the 25. And they forget the 75. So when I say the revenue is in the replay, I'm suggesting to you that when you go into your launches that you drive the replay. So you deliver your masterclass to the 25 people that showed up live, you deliver an email sequence to the entire launch audience, including the 75, and you encourage them to watch the replay. So the minute you come off the masterclass, you download it, you put it up onto, you know, either onto YouTube, Vimeo, you embed it into a web page, you find a way to host that video, and then you send that out to your launch audience and you say to them, Today's masterclass was absolutely insane. I loved it. Love delivering the tips on X and Y and Z, you know, remind them the value that you just shared and then say, but don't worry if you missed it because here's the replay. Go and watch the replay. Yeah. So you send out an email suggesting that people watch the replay. Also, what I tend to do is I go straight onto my stories and I say, oh, I've just delivered my most epic masterclass on how to do a 25K launch. If you missed it, don't worry, here's the link. 
Yeah, so I'm dropping that replay link in as many places as possible. I share it here with you in the group. In fact, the last time I ran a three-day boot camp, I had double the amount of views of the video than I even had registered for the boot camp. Yes, if I had 100, I can't remember the exact numbers. If I had 100 registered, I ended up with 200 views because I pushed the replay and so many people were like, oh yeah, I never signed up for that boot camp, but I probably should have done. Let me watch the replay. So my saying, the revenue is in the replay. Yeah, that's the first bit, drive the replay. The second part of my saying is the fortune is in the follow-up. So if you want to drive the revenue, drive the replay. But if you really want to make the big cash injection months into your business, you really want to bank more money, then you need to, like, remember the second part of my, my little saying, the fortune is in the follow-up. Now, what that means is when you come off that masterclass and you finish that boot camp and you're tired and you're telling yourself, oh, are they going to buy? Are they going to book a call with me? Like, am I going to sit here and have all that money that I was planning hit my bank account? Or is it going to, am I going to get ghosted and everybody's going to say, no, I've got no money, I can't do it. Or are you going to push yourself to do the follow-ups? Because I know that mentally we get tired after a launch if we haven't managed our energy and we haven't managed our mindset. Sometimes doing those follow-ups feels really, really tough. But the fortune is in the follow-up. One of my clients just did a 12K launch and there was a point, I think she closed the car on a Monday and on the Saturday she was messaging me going, oh, it's only at 5K. You know, I did a 5K launch last time. I really wanted to make this one bigger and better. And oh, I can't do this. I'm not cut out for this. Nobody wants it. And I was voice noting her over the weekend going, please remember the fortune is in the follow-up. Carry on following up. Continue to reach out to people. Remind them about the benefits of working with you. Remind them about the results that they want and that you can help them to get. And by the Monday, her 5K had turned into 12. So the revenue is in the replay, drive the replay. But remember, the fortune, the real fortune is in the follow-up. Don't get exhausted before you finish following everybody up, yeah? So going back to those example numbers that I gave you, if you had 100 people signed up for your launch event, your masterclass, 25 show up, you really want to drive the replay and get all 100 seeing the replay, if not 80, yeah? Let's say 20 just disappear out of the ether and you end up with 25 show up live, yeah? So you're able to nurture them a little bit quicker because they've been there live, but 80 actually watch the replay. Your launch audience now is 80. When it comes to the follow-up, you follow up all 80, all 80, yeah? or all 80 that you've got the details to follow up for, yeah? So if you've if you've got an email sequence, if they've signed up, given you that email address, then you will send out an email sequence. So you can email all 80 really easily. What becomes a bit harder is voice notes and DMs, yeah? If you are connected with them on social media, you can follow them up on social media in the DMs. If you haven't got connections on social media with them, what could you do to get connections? Yeah, you could make sure that you are adding that to your opt-in form. 
if you haven't done it this time, do it for next time, yeah? But get their social media contact details so that you can send that personal outreach that we were talking about earlier, okay? So the revenue is in the replay, the fortune is in the follow-up. Write that down, memorize it, remember it. And every time you're in a launch and you're like, oh, I'm exhausted, this is just mentally tough. Remember little old me telling you the fortune is in the follow-up because I guarantee that is where the big cash months come from, okay? So if there are any other questions, please do feel very free to DM them to me. Or if you are watching here on replay, just drop them in the comments and I'll loop back around later. I'll get my notifications and I will answer your questions. So if you're watching on replay, give me a hashtag replay. Let me know that you've watched this live. If it was useful, let me know it was useful. Yeah. If this has helped you to plan your next live, let me know. And if you've got any questions, then I will happily answer those questions for you. And if you are looking to book more discovery calls in your business, so if you know that you need to generate more discovery call bookings, or maybe you realise that you are selling high ticket and therefore you need to nurture in a stronger way, that the higher the ticket thing that you sell, the more you have to nurture. And sometimes we can convert sales in the DMs, but sometimes when something is high ticket, you need a call. And one of the questions that I get asked more than any other as a sales coach is, Rachel, how do I generate more discovery call bookings? Because I know when I get on a call with my ideal client, we have a great conversation and I'm able to convert them. I just don't have enough call bookings. How do I get call bookings? Well, if that is something that you are looking to work on, then I invite you to join me on my three-week sales sprint. The waitlist is open. There is a VIP savings on offer. Joining the waitlist does not mean that you are committed. You know, you can be on the waitlist and still say, no, it's not for me. I can't do that. So I invite you 100% join the waitlist because then at least you get all the details and you get to know what this thing is. I've run a few cohorts of it before. Rebecca that joined it, she made £20,000. It cost her £200 to join it. It's, it's the lowest ticket way to work with me. And you get inside a Voxer group with me for three weeks. And I teach you and support you and mentor you and cheerlead you and celebrate you to book out your diary with discovery calls. You get inside a learning area with me where I give you my nine step blueprint nine steps to booking out your diary and I guarantee you, you will book calls. I guarantee it. One lady, she booked 10 market research calls in the first three days of the sprint. 10 market research calls within the first three days and some of those market research calls went on to be sales inquiries and went on to work with her. So if you want to book discovery calls, I'm going to drop the link below this video I would love to invite you to come and join me on my three-week sales sprint. We always have a giggle, yeah? I, I make everything fun. <laughs> Life's too short not to have fun at work. So we'll spend three weeks together doing some really good work. You'll understand sales strategy. You'll understand non-sleazy sales tactics. Trust me, I've been in sales over 20 years. I don't teach the sleazy stuff because it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's, that's, it's that simple. It doesn't work. I'll teach you how to sell 
in a way that you can love it and you can enjoy it and you can feel really comfortable that you're good. You're a badass at what you do. Why would somebody not want to buy from you? The reason that they don't buy from you right now is because you're not inviting them to. Yeah, but in, in my three-week sales sprint, I'm going to show you and teach you how to invite them to work with you in a way that means that they say, yes, I want to book the call. I want to get on that discovery call with you. So come and join that three-week sales sprint. If you've got any other questions about launching, then you obviously you've got me as a you've got me as a captive audience for three weeks in that Voxer group. So once you're inside that group, you can ask me anything at all about how to grow and scale your online coaching business. All right. So yeah, the door is open for the three week sales sprint. I'll drop the link below. If you want to join, please, please, please do. And any other questions about launching, happy to answer those too. So I'll leave it here, ladies. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for being engaged. Thank you for being open and welcoming. And I appreciate you being here in the group with me. So I'll see you again next time. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 